With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. Time for our obligatory look at the life and times of Antonio Brown. Tell me you're not excited. Now, I determined... That much like when you drive down the highway and you see an accident and you turn, is the term for that is called the rubberneck. We are all rubberneckers watching a 16-car pileup as it smolders with Antonio Brown. Now, if you've not heard the latest developments, which probably means you haven't been listening to Fox Sports Radio because I believe everyone here is obsessed. Everyone gets the talking points memo every day to talk about Antonio Brown, but I don't need it. I would talk about him anyway. This is right in my wheelhouse. This is a batting practice fastball right down the middle of the plate. Eye high, boom, kaboom, home run. So two days after being given an ultimatum by Mike Mayock, the figurehead GM of the Oakland Raiders, to be all in or all out, Antonio Brown, there he was, ta-da, back at practice on Tuesday. But some of the assembled radio reporters – 
uh, a radio or Raider reporters who might work for radio stations, I don't know. Uh, but they witnessed Antonio Brown not wearing a helmet. And they were like, wait a minute, is he not wearing a helmet? Uh, and it turns out that he did apparently practice while wearing a certified helmet, fighting the good fight against the NFL still. Now, the reason we know that is because Raiders.com made sure to send out a bunch of photographs to verify that this is not just an urban legend. So we, we've learned that AB's second helmet grievance is going to reportedly be heard later this week on Friday. And while Antonio Brown was on Hard Knocks and featured there, got a lot of uh, coverage, we'll play some of that later, we have John Gruden, who was at the dais, and he addressed the drama circulating around Antonio Brown, and he wants you to know, John Gruden, you want the listener to know that, let me tell you something, Antonio Brown, he's ready. It's a certified helmet, Vic, so he's, he's all in, ready to go. That's, that's my understanding. And uh, really happy to have him out here. He's 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 a great player. Now, he didn't sound that happy, did he? Like Gruden's like, oh, what a pain in the ass! I got to answer this question. Oh, I'm really excited to have him out here. He's a great player. But it's like talking points. All right, here's more from uh, John Gruden. And if you're concerned about the physical well-being of Antonio Brown, well, John Gruden's going to calm your anxiety. He's really good. Yeah, he's uh, showing great retention of what we're doing. He had missed. He didn't miss the off-season program. Ah. He's been here and out of here in meetings, and um, it's just good to have him back. But he's he's in great shape. Uh, he's running hard and running good routes. Yeah, w- wonderful routes. The greatest routes you've ever seen. Now, the media is convinced that this is the distraction of distractions for the Raiders. It's going to derail the Raiders' season. John Gruden, do you think he, A, agrees with that, B, disagrees with that, or C, had no comment? Let's find out. You know, I wouldn't read uh, into all the uh, hard knocks being a distraction or the Antonio Brown uh, distractions. There's been no distractions. We've had 89 guys working hard. Our, our film is out there for you to watch, our first two games. If you see a distracted football team, then I disagree with you. So I'm not going to make any more of it than that. There's a lot of teams that are missing star players. My brother's missing one. Uh, the Cowboys are missing one. Texans are missing one. That's part of this league. Every year there's uh, exceptions. Uh, that uh, you got to deal with, and uh, I like our team, man. I like the way we're competing. I like the way we're working. Now, I don't have sound bites from every coach in the NFL. I don't. Um, but I'm going to ask you this. Uh, if you're a fan of the Titans or the Saints or the Lions, does any coach say, I really don't like my team right now. I don't think we're very good. I, I think we're going to blow chunks. I- I- I've never heard that. It'd be fun if like one coach a year was allowed to say, I think we're really bad. I don't think we know how to tackle. Uh, I don't even know if these guys can get to the airport on time for the flight out of town. It's amazing they know where the trainer's room is because these guys are so stupid. My players. All right, here's one more from John Gruden. And this is where he really smooch, smooch, lick, lick uh, Antonio Brown here with some major love for Antonio. It's not been a distraction to me at all. I mean, I hate to break it to anybody, but we, we've known what, what what the status is regarding his feet. He just showed up with frostbite. I've never had a guy show up with frostbite. Uh, and unfortunately, we got that thing under control. And this grievance thing is, is no laughing matter. It's something that's really important to him. And there's nothing wrong with supporting your players on things that they believe in. We also understand the league's position, but um, I'm confident 
that he's going to be a heck of a player for us and be ready to roll. Couldn't you substitute player for child? You know, you're, nothing wrong with supporting your child. I'm confident <laughs> my child is going to be great. I mean, it's the same concept, right? It's the same parental concept. So uh, let's discuss. Now, to me, the money part of all those sound bites, we played a lot. The money part is distraction. So, the question, do you agree with John Gruden that Antonio Brown's helmet infraction is not a distraction? Uh, I, I actually do agree with John Gruden. Now, I know I'm going counterculture, counter and many people in the media are just, it's easy. So, they take the easy road here. But I, I don't buy that this is going to determine the outcome of the Raiders season. I, I've got red meat, sabotage, and kryptonite. And we will tie all of these things together because at one point, before I went to the dark side in sports radio, I was a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout back when they had Boy Scouts. Now they have non-gender specific Scouts. I believe, that's what somebody told me. I don't know if that's true or not. Anyway, all right. So A, uh, I'll be very clear. If you're new to the show, welcome. The store is open. Our part of the store is open four hours. Other people fill the store the rest of the time. But this is not advanced algebra. It's simple Maller math. We have talked about Antonio Brown, the traveling circus. The Barnum and Bailey's traveling circus closed a while back, but Antonio Brown's traveling circus is still going strong. And we have talked about this an assortment of times. It is theater of the absurd. It is stimulating. It is a freak show. It provides wonderful content for a fledgling overnight sports talk radio program. Antonio Brown has given red meat to a media feeding frenzy. He has tossed it into the lion's den, and everyone is devouring the red meat that Antonio Brown has tossed out. If you're a vegan, uh, he has provided organic berries and veggies uh, and just tossed those. The vegan's gone, so I don't have to do the vegan. The vegan left, so I don't have to do the vegan jokes. Anyway, all right, so for for all the dopes who say they have A-B fatigue, because every time I bring this up, oh, I wish you would talk about something else. You're flogging a dead horse, Maller. Nobody cares. You know what you are? A ding-dong. That's what you are, okay? I have seen the numbers. Stories about Antonio Brown get huge numbers. I am on the pulse of what's hip. My middle name is cool, uh, unless it's not. But but listen, I, I understand that there are some that are annoyed by this, but when I get the feeling that nobody wants to hear about it, I'm not there yet, then we won't talk about it. Everything has a lifespan. Everything has a shelf life. If you've listened to me over the years here, uh, you're, you've really had some bad hours at work, most likely, and you know that I get obsessed with certain things. There was the Johnny Manziel years. We talked about Johnny Manziel all the time. There was the T.O. period in the show. There was the Peyton Manning, uh, which we did for probably 20 years, about Peyton Manning, just goofing on Peyton Manning and all that. You can go down the list. And right now it's Antonio Brown. He's in the crosshairs. Uh, but there's an appetite. We have a large appetite for updates on Antonio Brown, and therefore it's not a waste of time. It is not a waste of space. Now, that said, part B of this, Antonio Brown's performance on the field will ultimately define this season for the Raiders. I don't think that's outrageous. I think that's just common sense here. If he is motivated, energized, and somewhat healthy, Antonio Brown will be a monster for the Raiders. His track record is impressive on the field Antonio Brown has there's no complaints he's a first ballot hall of famer he's 
tracking to be better than Jerry Rice, although he started the age thing and all that. But uh, I would like to quote the great Kyrie Irving, one of the great philosophers of our time. This goes back to when he was with the Celtics. He said of distractions, if you're very much woke, there is no such thing as distractions. That way, I remember because I was doing some stuff on the Boston, the other Boston station. And, and but anyway, no, the, and I agree with that. There's Antonio Brown, he's not mentally weak. People let outside noise impact them. The media will run with the Antonio Brown sabotage headline: "Sabotage by Antonio Brown." Details at eleven. You know, they learned, all of these people in sportscaster class or sports writing for idiots, that this is what you Ooh. do, right? This is what you go. You run with the story and everyone's, oh, this is a big distraction. It's it's mostly fake news. A synonym for distraction is excuse. A distraction is an excuse. Mentally weak people will fall victim again to the distraction fraction. It's a fall guy. It's it's a fault. It's an explanation. By and large, the pundits overwhelmingly believe the Raiders' season will be room temperature puke, and that was before Antonio Brown decided to get frostbite and do the whole helmet soiree. Uh, but but they'll be lucky. Listen, if the Raiders, everything goes right. Brown plays well. They'll win what six or seven games in the AFC West. The expectations are low. It is a nice, lazy story to write that somehow Antonio Brown derailed the Super Bowl year for the Raiders. But it, nobody thought they were going to the Super Bowl. So last year, they're playing out the string in Oakland. They got games all over God's green earth because the NFL's put them on a barnstorming tour around the world playing games in all these different countries until they get to that new palace in, in Vegas. But if you want some real talk, and I'm not talking about the caller here, my theory is this is a refreshing diversion. Not a distraction, it's a diversion from the monotony of training camp. Guys uh, are working hard and all that stuff. You have to do that. It's your job. And uh, and I would imagine they are busting Antonio Brown's balls in the locker room and having fun. Imagine the jokes and the gags that are going on against Antonio Brown. That's what guys do. All right, Bust each other's balls. I'm, I think we still do that. I know we're in a different time now, but I, I think that we all still are kind of wired the same way. Anyway, the last word here. So I in love ter- our balls. Thank you. In terms of Antonio Brown's hearing, part two over his helmet, Tuesday was not a good day. Tuesday was not a good day for Antonio Brown because we, we praised Antonio Brown earlier in the week. He had found a loophole. He provided a an op. There was a path that that was provided to him. He took advantage of the path. There was a weak spot in the NFL rule book, but Antonio Brown has screwed up. I'm going to call this Antonio Brown's kryptonite because the NFL's legal team, apparently on Friday, is now going to argue that since Antonio Brown did start practicing with the new helmet, he's begun practice with a certified helmet. The grievance has no merit, right? He's going through practice with a new helmet. They will show video and photos of him prancing around catching passes. Now, this is not circumstantial or anecdotal evidence. We are talking about direct evidence of Antonio Brown wearing the helmet that he said he didn't want to wear because he didn't feel safe in it and he, he couldn't see the field and all that, which proves beyond a reasonable doubt that Antonio Brown can perform his job just fine with the new safer helmet. So that's a problem. 
I don't know how you come back and counter that if you're the representation for Antonio Brown. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So things are not dull in another NFL city, not just the Oakland Raiders who continue to have the Antonio Browns, and soon to be the Las Vegas Raiders, but things uh, will continue to be a ro- like a pretzel loop on a roller coaster around the Cleveland Browns. We have Baker Mayfield, the newsmaker, Baker the newsmaker, who has stepped in the doo-doo. Uh, which is good for our business. And if you did not see this, did not hear about this, it's been been going around, making the rounds. My first swing in the batter's box. So a new profile piece. Oh, I love those profile pieces. I can't wait till GQ does the profile piece on me. I'm sure that's coming up in 2022. They'll do a feature on me, yes? The magic of overnight sports radio. No, all right. So anyway, Baker Mayfield was talking, talked about a number of different things, but he commented on... One thing in particular which had people's blood boiling with rage. What did Mayfield comment on? He commented on the New York football Giants decision to select Daniel Jones, keeping up with the Joneses. As a quarterback in the first round, it was a less than flattering review by Baker Mayfield. The quotes that ran in the GQ story were, I cannot believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. Blows my mind. And then he said, some people overthink it. That's where people go wrong, Mayfield declared. They forget you've got to win. Now, based on that quote, clearly a reference to the fact that Baker Mayfield is referring to Daniel Jones being a loser at Duke. So these quotes determine, the the football establishment determined these are habanero hot quotes. These are just smoking hot quotes. And uh, that prompted a lot of reaction, a lot of finger pointing at Baker Mayfield. How dare you, Baker? You are going to hurt the Cleveland Browns. You shouldn't do this. I always get a kick when blowhards in sports media try to lecture from the bully pulpit about athletes speaking. Yeah, no, I certainly have criticized plenty of athletes. I'm not beyond that. But I, I'm not going to criticize you speaking out. I'll criticize what you say, but I'm not going to criticize you speaking out. Otherwise, guess what? We don't have anything here. We got nothing. If, if everyone's like the Patriots and no one says anything, imagine how boring this would be. How just pathetic The sports talk radio format would be if everyone was like the Patriots and said nothing and did nothing. Boy, would that blow. So so let's discuss. Now, the question, did Baker Mayfield cross the line with his criticism of Daniel Jones? Now, there was a rebuttal from Baker we're going to get to 
in a in a little bit, but we'll address this first part of the story. Did Baker Mayfield cross the line with the quotes that ran in GQ? And I've already like a bad poker player. You you know where my position on this is. No, no, not at all. Uh, Baker Mayfield did not cross any kind of line in the sand here. My observations: you've got Jack Nicholson measurables and barn door. You've got those those three things, and we will mix everything together and we will make a, a so I was going to use something I don't think I can say on the radio it involves Cleveland there's a, a thing that involves the word Cleveland but I don't think I can do it so instead we'll just make a meatloaf is what we're going to do I did, my mom used to make meatloaf a lot I, I don't like it anymore uh, blame her anyway alright so so when I was a kid uh, number one Baker Mayfield these quotes keeping it real he's like Spider-Man right he's like like Peter Parker Baker Mayfield, right? Saving us from boring sports radio. He is a rabble rouser. That's the the title on Baker Mayfield, a lightning rod of controversy because he doesn't always speak in cliches and platitudes. Mayfield, uh, he, he does some mind escalating, if you will, uh, comments. He, may, he makes these comments that are are deemed outrageous. And some jamoke from GQ asked Baker Mayfield a line of questions about young quarterbacks and then picked out the best quotes, put them in a story. That's how it works. And in 2019, the year that we're in right now, that makes Baker Mayfield, what he said, a human dynamo, right? The issue is not with really Baker Mayfield. It's all with all the other quarterbacks who act like politicians. If more quarterbacks gave spicy, hot quotes, it wouldn't be such a big deal. But that's not the case. And it, it, it's the same dreck from quarterback after quarterback and just smooch, smooch, all that stuff. So it's, it's like Jack Nicholson said in that classic Hollywood movie, A Few Good Men. You can't handle the truth. Right, you can't handle the truth. But Baker Mayfield said the initial quotes, even though he's walked back from that a little bit. We'll get to that in a sec. Uh, it, it is not outrageous. It is not offensive at all. And you know the, the way I look at this, uh, you know, you can't most of the media they, because they have their panties in a wad here. They can't handle the truth. We should demand more transparency. Instead, we are fed a conveyor belt of dog food quotes from athletes, you tune out pretty much everything these people say because they're A, dullards, they're boring, it's Dolesville, and it's just background noise, static, if you will. Like you scan the radio dial and you're out in the, the boondocks and you get a lot of static and then you find a station far away if you still use your car radio. Few want to speak their true feelings. Now, the second thing here, to quote my former Fox Sports Radio colleague Jim Mora, the old man Jim Mora, Daniel Jones didn't do diddly poo uh, at Duke. He didn't. He was drafted mostly because of measurables. The Giants GM, Dave Gettleman, who should be selling air conditioning, he was smitten head over heels for a quarterback who looks like he fell out of central casting. Right, checked all the boxes. Big guy, stands tall in the pocket, above average accuracy, all those draft cliches that got get tossed out. Now, the one thing Daniel Jones doesn't have, he doesn't have a bazooka for an arm, but he makes up for it because according to the scouting report, he's got this amazing ability with accuracy and touch passes, and he's also mobile. He can run around, coached by the quarterback whisperer. You know who the quarterback whisperer is, right? 
You don't know who the quarterback whisperer is? Come on. Yeah, that's right. Peyton Manning's old college coach, David Cutcliffe at Duke. He was the guy that coached Daniel Jones. And all of this led to people like Gil Brandt, Hall of Famer Gil Brandt, to compare Daniel Jones to Peyton Manning. Now, meanwhile, as for Baker Mayfield's rant that you got to win, you got to win. In general, he's got a point, right? There are exceptions to the rule. But if you look at the truly great quarterbacks in the NFL, most of them had really gaudy records in college. Drew Brees uh, at Purdue a million years ago, 24-14 and 14 in college for Joe Tiller at Purdue. Tom Brady, who was only a part-time starter for Michigan with Lloyd Carr in the games Brady was part of at Michigan, 20-5 and five record. The Wolverines had in that run. Now, there are exceptions to every rule. Jared Goff, who is not seen as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, Jared Goff was horrific at Cal Berkeley. Uh, the first year, I think they won one game or something like that. First year he played at Cal, and they won 14 total games, 14 and 23 with him at quarterback. Now, the exception to the rule here, the, the one I found, and maybe you can find others if you've got a lot of free time, is Patrick Mahomes. In Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes playing for Cliff Kingsbury and Texas Tech back in the day. He started 32 games and had a 13-19 and 19 record at Texas Tech. He's done pretty, pretty good so far, one year in uh, with Kansas City, yes? All right, so the final point here, the blowback that Baker Mayfield has been getting here clearly reached the Cleveland Browns PR office because there was a my theory is there was a phone call that was made to Baker Mayfield whether it's from his agent or somebody with the Browns but I think all this is just completely farcical what's going on here he's been called a tool a douchebag out of bounds all these nasty things are being said about Baker Mayfield you're never supposed to diss another player you broke the brotherhood of players in the NFL and all that please Put a dirty sock in your mouth. Uh, Now, the spoiler alert on draft night, and I remember because we were here on draft night, the pundits universally mocked Dave Gettleman and the Giants for picking Dan Jones. Unproductive at Duke, was also injured with a collarbone problem in college, missed a bunch of time. The pick was described as at best a reach, at worst, a fatal mistake that will define Dave Gettleman as GM because Daniel Jones was seen by many and is still seen by many as inadequate. But if Baker Mayfield says it, he's the redheaded stepchild. You cannot say that. Now, I find Mayfield to be a loquacious blabbermouth, which is, again, good for what I do for a living. If I wasn't a sports talk radio host, I would maybe not feel this way. But I I do this for a living, and I love guys like Baker Mayfield because they make my life more enjoyable, easier. Uh, The most interesting athlete, as far as quotes are concerned, in the NFL is Baker Mayfield. At this point, I hope he doesn't stop. I hope he continues this, goes on and on. Uh, It's a fantastic value meal if you will. Loose-tongued, playful, mischievous, all of those things is is Baker Mayfield. And so you know, keep the diarrhea flowing out of the mouth. The verbal diarrhea is good. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, as I mentioned, Mayfield was, I believe, forced against his will to retract 
the comments to GQ. Mayfield is now trying to close the barn door after the horse is bolted out and is running around. Mayfield's to say, well, I'm going to close the barn door. I'm going to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Unfortunately, you can't do that. Uh, Mayfield responded on the gram after this, this quote in GQ went viral. He responded to the quote about Daniel Jones saying, quote, full quote for you people that don't understand the media is making a story, he said. So this is what's known as damage control. This is what's known as backtracking. Uh, Mayfield said, quote, this is not what I said. Just to be clear, I also said I was surprised I got drafted number one. He went on to say, then when talking about the flaws in evaluating quarterbacks where I brought up winning, being important, reporters and media will do anything, Mayfield said, to come up with a clickbait story Heard nothing but good things and wish nothing but the best for Daniel. Close quote. So Mayfield, to me, looks foolish with the retraction because when you say, I didn't say that, but I also said this, it's like he's, he probably did say exactly what happened. My theory is he said everything that was in the article, and it's kind of like when you make a movie. If you become a producer, director of a movie, and you go in, you shoot all these scenes, and you go into the cutting bay there to, to put the movie together, some stuff is going to end up on the cutting room floor. You're, you're only going to put the, the really good stuff out there. You write a story. If you've ever done that, you know that you don't include every single quote in the story. You put the good stuff in there. Everyone knows that. Mayfield's talking to Neanderthals, apparently, that don't know how that works. It's obvious. You put the good quotes out there, you leave the mediocre or average quotes out of a story. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, 
pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And now a man who will also pay to tweet if you pay him some money. Koopa Loop, Justin Cooper here with Mallard of the Third Degree. Ben, the NBA's annual rookie survey was released on Monday. Always a highlight for me. Yes, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah. Now, while most rookies expected Zion Williamson or John Morant to win Rookie of the Year this year, most picked another Duke player to have the uh, the best career, and that would be Cam Reddish, actually. <laughs> I know, Ben. Uh, right? <laughs> who, who would be your pick to have the best career? Well, I, you got to go with Zion. I mean, you, you got to go with Zion here. This is Zion's world, and we are all just spectators, right? It, 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 he's the rookie of the year pick going in. You start out with the rookie of the year, then you start getting all-star appearances and most valuable player awards and like that. He's the supernova. He is. I mean, Williamson does, if he just does what he's expected, 
this season, and he'll be 20 and 10, 20 plus points and 10 plus rebounds. The marketing arm of the NBA is showcasing Zion. New Orleans is building their entire franchise around this guy. They're, they've built up the legend and the mythology. So you go with, with Zion Winston or, or John Morant, one of the top two guys, but I think historically, if you look at this, as far as just the rookie of the year, it's the easiest thing to predict because the last 10 years, 70% of rookie of the year winners in the NBA have been top four picks with 50% of them being the number one overall pick. So every other year, the number one pick wins. The only outlier is this guy, Malcolm Brogdon of the Bucks a couple years ago was a second round pick. But other than that, it's all like top four picks or number one picks and whatnot. But I'd go with Zion. I'm going chalk. Next! Now, a couple of days after reports that the Lakers are interested in Dwight Howard, we're now hearing that they have some interest in Joachim Noah. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> ben, ben, which would be a bigger yeah. disaster for the Lakers? Well, I'll take any of them. They're both disasters in different ways. But if you had to gun to my head, uh, Dwight Howard is the guy that you want to stay away from, like the bubonic plague. Uh, Dwight has earned a reputation, number one, as a snake in the grass. That's not me saying it. This are other NBA players who have said things about Dwight Howard. He's not liked by coaches, teammates. He is seen as phony. He puts up this facade. Remember that famous thing when he was in Orlando years ago and he he lied about Stan Van Gundy, who was the coach of the Magic at the time, and Stan Van Gundy called him on it. It was so, well, you talk about foot. In um, and mouth disease there, but uh, th- this is if if the Lakers add Dwight Howard, this is going out and buying a house that does not have asbestos and then putting asbestos in the house. Normally, you get rid of the asbestos if you have it. This is hey, let's go have some installed because if you think it's it's pretty good. Howard has been passed around like a collection plate at a church on a Sunday morning, right? I mean, all, every team in the NBA has had a swing with Dwight Howard, it seems, at this point. The idea of Howard on your team, it always sounds better. It's one of those things that sounds better uh, in in theory than in reality, right? In reality. And, and listen, Joe Kim Noah's no good either, He's but he's benign. He's washed up as a player, Joe Kim Noah, but outside of you know sporadic flashback game, maybe he'll have a good game now and again, but at least in, he, he won't theoretically throw the entire roster out of sorts. All right, next. Now, a while back, you mentioned that Mitch Trubisky was getting the most wagers for MVP in Vegas. It's a great Maller monologue. Yes, yeah. and now it's being reported that the Bears are drawing the most Super Bowl bets. Ben, yeah. what's your prediction for Chicago's outcome this year? All right, so I am not bullish on the Bears. I am bearish on the Bears. See what I did there, bearish? Yeah. I'm pessimistic on the Bears. First of all, they overachieved last season. They went from a 5-11 and team to a 12-4 and team and a playoff berth. Now they have a tougher schedule. I expect the Vikings to be better. I did in a great homage to the Vikings last week in that division. Green Bay, about the same as last year, maybe a little bit better last year. And the Lions are below average. So if you look at this... In the past 30 years of Chicago Bears football, since 1989, they have had back-to-back 10-plus win seasons twice. Mike Ditka was coach and Lovey Smith. Other than that, they've not had back-to-back double-digit win seasons. So, secondly, uh, there are several ways Chicago regresses. Trubisky doesn't get better. The Bears' defense starts buying the hype. They're the monsters of the midway. Guys get hurt, uh, and and they don't perform. So, no, I I think the Bears will underachieve this year, and there's a lot of people that can't can't believe what happened to the Bears. All right, there it is. Mallet of the third degree. How did we do? Benny, pass this edition. That is a win. You can put it on the board. Yes. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And it is time now for Password, brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Let's welcome in our contestants for this week's edition of Password, the word game of the stars. You listening can play the home version of the game. And who do we have ready to go? We've got Mitch in Jacksonville. Hello, Mitch. Present. Welcome, Mitch. Tell the guy in Beaver Dam who's got a friend in Punxsutawney who knows somebody in Rancho Cucamonga what you do for a living. Firefighter. Firefighter. You called up, didn't you? You 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 told a a story a couple weeks back. Aren't you the guy that called up? I remember. uh, Well, that was my last job. I mean, I'm retired now, but But that was my last job. But you told a story. I remember you telling a story. All right, hold on on a sec, Mitch. Uh, Who else do we have? Let's uh, let's see here. Any, meeny, miny, moe. How about Thomas? who's in beautiful Redding, California. Hello, Thomas. Big Ben, how are you, sir? Welcome in, uh, Thomas. And what do you do for a living, Thomas? I actually called before. I'm, uh, I'm the security guard, the 6'5", 400-pounder. Oh, yeah. You can I, pl- won, uh, I won a Mowers Mountain of Money like three, like three weeks back or something. Oh, three weeks. Well, you have not waited the full month, but we'll allow you to play anyway, Thomas, because you're a big guy and you'll kick my ass if I don't allow you to play. So I'll allow you to play, okay? Thank you very much. Yeah, back in my big eating days, though, I could have taken you down. Uh, I, I would, I would probably put uh, plus two hundred on that. Okay, all right, uh, very good. Uh, hold on a sec, Thomas. So the way this works, you partner up with somebody on the show, Mitch. Who do you want to play with? You play with me, Ben, Eddie, Roberto, or the Coop de Loop? Coop. All right, Coop and Mitch. That is going to be one of the teams. Hold on a sec, and uh, Thomas. Who do you want to partner up with, Thomas? Uh, I'm sorry, I, d- I didn't catch who. who uh, did he, well, he picked uh, Kubaloo. Who? I'm gonna go with my boy Roberto again. All right, so it's uh, Roberto and Thomas and uh, Coop and Mitch got list of ten words. And let's see here. Uh, well, hold on, let me punch the right line up. That's the wrong line. I'll punch this one up. Uh, Mitch, pick a number one to ten. Three. All right, you're up. Koopa Loop here. All right, Mitch. Uh, the the clue I'm going to give you. Chart. Did you drop the phone, Mitch? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, Is Google uh, sl- dry? Bad Wi-Fi? Or something? Google- no, no, dry. Dry. All right. Was it, wait, was that, was that your guess? guess? That was his guess. When I think of a graph, I think of dry. Oh, what? Ben. What? <laughs> Oops. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was so, it was such a bad answer, I had to rip the guy. All right, throw the word out. The word was graph. All right, the word was graph. You said, I mean, that was ridiculous. All right, go ahead. Uh, next, pick another Way word, man. I'll let Mitch pick a different word. The guy was an idiot. I had to, I had to rip him. I pick he, it he's an idiot, but you said the word on the air. Ah, who cares? All right, go ahead. Pick It's a dumb game anyway. Pick a different word. <laughs> it's still when I got it. Pick a different word. Pick a number. Seven. Seven. All right, go ahead, Coop. <laughs> I didn't know he said draft, okay? He didn't say... Oh, See, he oh, still got what, it wrong. Whatever. All right. See, you said that wrong. 
You can't oh, rip me. Mitch. You want to fight? Must. You want to okay. fight? I'll fight. Let's step outside. Me and you, Mitch. I, I want to fight with a 400-pound security guard that nobody can get away from. All right. Wow. Um, I'm, Let's go with uh, impoverished. Poor. What? what? Wait a minute. He picked. Didn't you pick, pick seven? seven? You picked seven. Oh yes. boy. Oh, oh crap. boy. Coop, you want to? I gotta rip him. I gotta rip him. Oh man. <laughs> no choice. You want to fight? <laughs> fight me. <laughs> this is. Uh, he got it right. Yeah, but it wasn't the word. You the wrong word. Now we gotta throw out that word. And apologize. Ah, whatever. Just go ahead, Roberto. Yeah, I'm just so glad I'm not playing this game right now. I don't know what the hell's going on, Eddie. I don't know. I had nothing to do with this. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Roberto. We're playing with here. We're doing seven. <laughs> Coop thought we were doing eight, and he did get eight right, but we're not playing eight, so he doesn't get it. Okay. I'll go with um racist. <laughs> Is that your clue? Is that your answer? Racist? Legend. Okay. Uh, honorable. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Is wait. Mitch still guessing? Oh my god. I don't know. Does it really matter, Thomas? Was that your answer, Thomas? I I, I didn't know I was being talked to. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, Mitch, are you bogarting the game? You're answering with both. Oh my god! All right, yes, all right. Tom, I have uh, seven lines tied right, up with the California coast. Right, yeah, I understand. Mitch, yeah, all right, uh, Thomas, it is your turn. Roberto is giving you a clue. Go ahead, Roberto. Okay, I'm ready. All right, <laughs> legend. Legend. Um, hero? No. All right. All right, Mitch, we got this. John. <laughs> I, I haven't given you a clue yet. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Jump the gun, Mitch. <laughs> My clue for you is folklore. Um, yeah, I like how he's doing the arithmetic yeah, in his head. head. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's no folklore. I just want to free pass to the end of August for y'all messing the game up. Uh, uh, past. Wow. No. no, no, no. Is, hey. I, like the, I like the old clock, Eddie. We'd already have the game over by now. <laughs> clock, it will drag on point. longer. Uh, and uh, go uh, ahead, uh, Roberto. God. Back to you we go. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Take your time. Don't mind. Uh, he could take his time. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh... La, 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 Tail? Tail? Wait, 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 wait. This is Thomas's turn. Be quiet, Mitch. Thomas. You said tail? Yeah. Okay. Um... All the words are tied in together. Thomas. What did he say? He said fairy tale. Fairy tale. <clears throat> no, it doesn't usually work like that. Okay, the show's like a fairy tale at this point. Mitch, uh, let's, let's get let's get this right one there. right, and uh, it'll probably be enough to win it. Uh, the clue I'm going to give you: fable, story. Uh, <laughs> no. All right, well, I'll throw the word out here. I don't think they're going to get it. Maybe throw the game out. Yeah, yeah throw the game why out. Why don't we end the game? Uh, myth was what we were looking for. Myth. I now. I, in, in fairness, now I screwed up, but then Coop screwed up. And, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then both of the guys got All right, so nobody wins. Up. I'm sorry, guys. Mitch, you did Bogart the airtime there. Uh, Coop got number eight right, but we were playing number seven. Uh, so <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he was a great clue. On and Ben said the word, and the guy still got it wrong. Yeah, which is, uh, which is just wonderful. <laughs>
Well, uh, I'm glad we uh, we ended that early because that gives us time. To, did you see the Larry Bird story? No, I did not. This is great. So they put a mural up in Indianapolis honoring Larry Bird, and he's unhappy sure. with it. Oh, why? Because it's covered in tattoos. Huh? Yeah, it, it's covered in tattoos, and and Bird he doesn't like it. Well, he doesn't have any tattoos. That's right, right. So he spotted he spotted the mural, and it features. You know, he's he's wearing the blue Indiana State jersey from back when he was in college. Sycamores, yeah. And it's got tattoos across his arms and his chest, and That's and all odd. this stuff. And and so he is now. Larry Bird is trying to get the 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 mural changed. And he has reached out to the artist, Larry Bird, Larry Legend. Well, he doesn't have any tattoos. Yeah. like Well, he doesn't. But I think that, that I saw a photo of it. Like the tattoos are trying to, uh, like the year he was at Indiana State, number 76 is on there. He's got Indiana as a tattoo. And there's a couple of other ones I can't. There's a spider web tattoo, which is kind of <laughs> odd. Uh, <laughs> They're trying to turn Bird into the Bird Man. Yeah. Uh, there you go. That's right. And uh, anyway, so Bird's attorney is involved. And is trying to make it seem like Larry's not, he doesn't have a problem with tattoos. He just doesn't want himself to have <laughs> tattoos in the mural. So, Larry Legend. Imagine getting that phone call if you're the artist. My goodness, it's man. Got a murder, gotta go. I don't have to go anywhere. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.